This is a podcast from Rover. On deodorant's best work, yeah. that song. <laughs> Here's a couple of cool kids that have got some time. Hello there, welcome to Not For Radio, Jay and Dunk, your hosts. Well, I can tell this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, on the pod this afternoon, a couple of classic stitch-ups and some more of the UK tabloid headlines. People snapping banjo strings like they're going out of fashion features on today's podcast. Collecting gold teeth after nightclub punch-ups. And we'll explain some more tools properly by one of our mad dogs, Ian, who got shot in the face with a handgun. But that's a story for another time. <laughs> the most listened to podcast for elderly window cleaners who don't wear harnesses in Zimbabwe. Not, not, not for radio. radio. <laughs> so good. Uh, welcome, uh, I mean we've already said welcome in the intro But welcome to uh, Not For Radio This one I've been looking forward to This is Mad Dog Ian, we've chatted about him heaps He sends us heaps of great content One of the great snipers Actually got sniped himself by a handgun through his eye And lost his eye Leaked a bit of brain fluid Also died while crossing a river Got assaulted by some gang members He's had a pretty gnarly life a Very colourful bloke, you know mm, Very funny too uh, But he's one of our Mad Dogs uh, From our Mad Dog Club Which we give out club rings to Myself and Jay, not Mad Dog enough to be in it But there's a hundred other Mad Dogs 100 plus, almost 200. Uh, listeners it's of our radio show. Hell of an AGM. He sent through the uh, actual explanation for what tools do, a real life explanation, basically. So, this is Tools Explained. The drill press, a tall upright machine useful for suddenly snatching flat metal bar stock out of your hands so it smacks you in the chest and flings your beer across the room, uh, denting your freshly painted project, which you had carefully set in the corner <laughs> where nothing could get to it. <laughs> The wire wheel cleans paint oh, off yeah. bolts and then throws them somewhere under the workbench <laughs> with the speed of light. Also removes fingerprints and hard-earned calluses from fingers and uh, and about the time it takes you to say, oh, shit. <laughs> also it does is it fires endless needles of wire into your legs through your overalls. Oh, man. I was cleaning my barbecue the other day and I was really giving it some elbow grease and then I was walking around the concrete after it. I just got all the bristles stuck on the bottom of my feet. So <laughs> shit. <laughs> Word of warning, guys, don't clean your barbecue. Yeah, just leave it. It's easy just to run it hot and pour some beer on it. Um, The drop saw, a portable cutting tool used to make studs too short. (laughs) Pliers, used to round off bolt heads, sometimes used in the creation of blood blisters. (laughs) (laughs) The belt sander, an electric sanding tool commonly used to convert minor touch-up jobs into major refishing jobs. <laughs> I think belt sander's a shit of a thing, isn't it? It's so hard to get right. Well, and, and they always come preloaded with like a 40 grit on it. Something just to scallop out the timber and uh, and then you just end up going from something that's inch and a half thick to about probably <laughs> like 12 mil. Yeah, I haven't had much luck with it. Hacksaw's maybe a little bit more. The hacksaw. One of a family of cutting tools built on the uh, Ouija board principle that <laughs> transforms human energy into a crooked, unpredictable motion, and the more you attempt to influence its course, the more dismal your future becomes. <laughs> Vice grips. 
Uh, generally used after pliers to completely round off bolt heads. If nothing else is available, they can also be used to transfer intense welding heat to the palm of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> the table saw, a large stationary power tool commonly used to launch wood projectiles for testing wool integrity. <laughs> Two more, the hydraulic floor, uh, floor jack used for lowering an automobile to the ground after you've installed your new brake shoes, trapping the jack handle firmly under the bumper. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one's the bandsaw, a large stationary power saw primarily used by most shops to cut good aluminium sheeting into smaller pieces that'll uh, more easily fit into the trash can after you've cut the inside of the lining uh, instead of the outside oh, the inside of the line instead of the outside edge. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Mad Dog Ian. Shout out to our two listeners in the Vatican City. Say good day to Pope Francis for his would you? What's up, bro? What, bro? Not, not for radio. radio. Uh, this short ball story is from Richard Bullock from Tamworth, New South Wales. Uh, it's great to have you as a part of the show, mate. Uh, say good day to your sister, Sandra. Loved the bit on tickling the ivories the other day, fellas. Reminded me of a story involving a tooth. I worked at a pub slash nightclub in South Brisbane and guaranteed there'd be a fight every weekend. This one night, my roommate, who was a bouncer there, called me over after a pretty big brawl had been quelled. He told me to stand in front of him while he picked up a gold tooth that somebody had obviously lost during the fight. (laughs) With the room only lit by disco lights, I stood in front of him and he picked up the tooth and put it into his pocket. We high-fived each other and began discussing how much we could cash the gold in for. (laughs) The end of the night came and we told everyone at Staff Drinks that my mate had a gold tooth in his pocket. The suspense was built up and the tooth was produced only to discover the gold was actually a yellow tooth that had been covered in decay. My mate had carted a rotten tooth around in his pocket for two hours (laughs) thinking he was rich. (laughs) Shit, that's good. There was a famous league player uh, in New Zealand that had gold teeth. Uh... He's now spent a little bit of time inside, actually. Mm. He's on a bit of a holiday. Um, but I looked into it, and I was like, shit, his teeth are cool, man. I like the gold teeth. Looked into it. To get a couple of gold teeth like here, about four grand. I just had. I was at the dentist this week and asked that exact same question because they would need to go like around the outside of my tooth. Mm. Oh, like, they need to do the top of it anyway, where it's on the gum line. And so I said to her, how much is to do a gold outline right the way around it? And she just looked at me like, you're a fuckwit. Why don't and didn't they even like bother it? going into it. Why don't they like it? Because it's a lot of drilling. She's like, you're just basically going to fuck a perfectly good tooth. You just need to put a little bit of a filling at the top of it, but you'll unravel your mouth by doing that, and you'll look like a fuckwit. But that being said... In her eyes, I'd be like, shit, look how badass Jay is. Yeah. He's got a fucking gold tooth. It was a good one too. It's this one up here. It's like one of those ones on the outside of your mouth. It's like like you know, one of the ones that you probably wouldn't necessarily see when you smile. It's the one you want to gold up. But a, uh, a guy that I used to play footy with, famously, his brother... Um, I'm trying to do it so we don't get too many names in it. He won a Super Rugby Super Rugby Championship back in the day when they actually had proper gold medals, and each one of the gold medals was worth like sort of two and a half, three grand. Sick. Uh, and so he was from a family, uh, a lot of brothers, a lot of them played Super Rugby, and he took his brother's medal back to Tonga and got it melted down and got a gold tooth out of it. And obviously there's a shitload of gold left over from the tooth, but he didn't want any of the evidence left with him so he just said to the guy that did his tooth you can keep hold of it and you'll have to do my teeth for free for the rest of my life (laughs) (laughs) and his brother just thought that he lost it when he was moving from New Zealand to Japan and all around the world where he was playing rugby at the time does his brother know or you and the known his brother doesn't know and his brother never found out so that's why I was very careful because his brother's big bit of kit and he'd give his brother good old fashioned I reckon 
Um, I've got a short ball story here. This is from Ian Dingle Hurry. Hey, fellas, a short yarn here for you that's ended up not so short in my early 20s. I started dating a girl that I met at the local pub. I've always been shit at drinking, but fucking love getting absolutely hammered with our little <laughs> crowd to bring on them nights of drunken antics that legends are made of. After a usual night of beers, cocktails and shots, I was going to stay at hers a short walk, walk which probably doubled with my side-to-side stumbling, being a young buck, regardless of my drunken state, a bit of a jiggy-jiggy is on the cards when we get back. <laughs> Edie. J- jiggy. You know that jiggy-jig is uh, like an actual term in Thailand to indicate to sex workers you want to have sex with them? Is it? Yeah. How do you know that? A friend told me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's so good. Um, uh, ED is not a problem when you're horny, uh, young and pissed. But the state I'm in, I'm thinking, God damn, it's going to be like playing snook with a piece of rope. Anyway, back at hers, I surprised myself. Uh, come on, there's still a bit of life in me, Ed. So I hammered away, shut it with my eyes shut, trying not to go to sleep. I muster all the energy I have to get the money shot, go hammer and tong, and think, geez, that's starting to hurt a bit, but I carry on regardless because I'm a bit hammered. There you go, mate. See, finish the job. Things seem to be uh, oddly moist down there, and I pull out and look down, and the dimmed light of the sheets, uh, they seem a little bit darker. There's blood. I switch on the light, and oh, my God, my dick is bleeding. <laughs> I've split my banjo string. Ah, uh, mate, I've done that in the spa pool. It's a fucking her of a mess. I've run uh, to the toilet, pumping blood all over the carpet and wrapped <laughs> the poor fella in tissue. The blood just would not stop. But, it just doesn't. But then it got worse. Oh, fuck, I really need to piss now, so I have to sit down to wee. Holy shit, the pain as piss dribbles onto my bleeding old fella. I leave tissue uh, I leave tissue wrapped around me old fella, come out of the bathroom, to her going mental about the blood on the carpet, so I get a cab home, two or three months to heal. Oh, man, because every time I got a rager, it started bleeding again. Um, and two or three months of dreading going for a wee. During this time, she still wanted to jump, and um, I had to tell her that. My old mate is broken. You broke it. Um, she found uh, someone else to bounce on instead. St- <laughs> I still have the scar on the old fella, 27 years on. There's a moral to the story, but I'll be fucked if I can find it. Love the show, you little beauties. <laughs> uh, there's nothing more painful because it's such a um, a really thin bit of skin. When it rips, when it unravels, because you've done it too, eh? Have nah. You done it? Oh, okay. My mate has, and he oh. got, and, it, and he, he, They were going to throw away his mattress, then someone had the bright idea of flipping it. Because they really look like a crime scene. Oh, I was going to say, what the hell was he doing fucking his mattress? No wonder he broke his dick, the sicko. <laughs> no, nah, but I've had a mate that's done that too. <laughs> Bed and base. <laughs> anyway, what happens is when it rips down, it, it builds up some scar tissue, and then it's and then it forever gets torn. So the more tonking you do, particularly if you're a uh, if you're not using a prophylactic, so you've got to go really back to using some thick frangers to make sure that you wrap the old fella up and it doesn't have as much movement. But whenever you piss. You, if you're running a skivvy, you pull that back, it just fucking unravels your base. <laughs> oh, no. It's rough. Rough as guts. A uh, female friend of mine uh, is notorious for breaking men's uh, strings. Oh, yeah. no. Three men. Not even joking. <laughs> Three men in the space of about two years have uh, succumbed. She should, get, <laughs> she's, she's like she should come with a fucking warning label on she's it. She's taking scalps. <laughs> No, I can't even make it up. It's yeah. That's unreal. The worst wild shit. Somebody shit. should tell her about lube. 
Oh, I think I think that, I think she doesn't have a problem with it. I think it's just oh, more. That's <laughs> just a her of a mess, eh? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, terrifying for her too. Shit. She goes, oh no, not again! And the dude's like, what, what the fuck? What do you mean again? Who else have you done this to? <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a little bit of a stitch up for you. Here, this is buddy. This is an absolute ripper one. This. So there's a um, there's a, a dude driving down the road in Australia. And there's a guy standing on the side of the road, and I'll play the audio, explain what's happening as they go past. But basically, uh, he's holding a sign that says "Speed Camera Ahead." Oh, this is good. The <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they go past oh, Speed so Camera good. Ahead, <laughs> and they're no. looking around. Oh, hang on, there's some other signs. And then there's someone standing further up the road saying, "Kidding, just made oh, you slow down." Slow down. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Speeding up. <laughs> they speed up. <laughs> oh wait, hang on. Oh my fuck, you are kidding. And there's a speed camera after. <laughs> are they serious? <laughs> oh my And then there's another bloke standing on the side of the road holding a sign saying sorry. So they say there's a speed camera. Then they say just kidding. Everyone speeds up, gets clicked with a speed camera when they're like, fuck you. And then someone else sitting on the uh, side of the road with a bit of a sorry. That's you can't a- beat a classic <laughs> stitch up, I reckon. It's one that brought all the boys together. It's a long play. Three people standing, a couple of hundred metres apart each uh, with a speed camera dotted in the middle. I wouldn't put it past like an Australian bat- just a battler just to do a U-turn and turn around and give them a hiding. Yeah. Like I think it's very ballsy. I reckon they work, I mean, maybe they do part-time MMA. <laughs> it's part of it's part of a fight camp for Perth uh, UFC. <laughs> um, just quickly, because we played this. You can't beat a classic stitch up, I reckon. There's an Australian uh, comedian called uh, Goxie, Aaron Gox. He's very funny. He's got a big rig, still plays. He's real deadpan, um, still plays a bit of AFL. Uh, looks like he shouldn't because he just loves his piss. Uh, and this is the original classic stitch-up audio. I've played it a million times, but I still love it so much. Somebody at work today, they got stitched up. It was, it brought us all together. It was amazing, you know. Like it, I'll tell you what happened. It was Marty. Marty, right? Like Dave on the forklift, he, he said, Marty. Phil, Phil, Phil's the boss, right? He said, Phil, in the office, he wants you. So Marty's like, oh, what does Phil want? Marty's walked up to the office, gone there, asked Phil, what do you want? Phil says, I don't want you. <laughs> it's a bloody stitcher. <laughs> Dave sent him along. Phil didn't even want him. <laughs> We're all standing back together watching. They cracked us up. Classic stitcher, but... I tell you what, it brought us all together, you know, before that, it was a bit of tension, a few guys have been making a few mistakes, we had to get a few orders out on time, you know, it was a lot of tension in the warehouse, but when Dave laid the stitch up on Marty, oh, mate, brought us all together, <laughs> you can't beat a classic stitch up, I reckon, give it a crack, have a stitch up, I reckon this country was built on stitch ups, you know, it's what makes us who we are. So deep in. It's millions and millions of views. <laughs> People in Australia, when he said, this country was built on classic stitch-ups, just sit there fucking nodding going, yeah, fucking right. You know what? Goxie's fucking Fuck on the money fucking, here. You know what, mate? Yeah, there's something in that, eh? We're huge in Madagascar. Not, Not for radio. radio. I thought we could do a couple more of the UK uh, tabloid headlines. Sure. Uh, because we haven't done any of those for a few episodes. Fireball space aliens bummed me from behind. <laughs> no, no, bummed me behind farm foods, which is a supermarket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
also, this got the lady's picture there. She's in a bra on the bloody cover. I can, I can understand. I can understand the salacious headline. Mm. I cannot, for the life of me, understand why you put your fucking face next to that though. Money. Honestly, they must be getting but paid. How much are they? How much is somebody getting paid for a single run, <laughs> single run story? You haven't got a job for starters. What is it? Fifty bucks? Nah, it'd be. If anybody has been in one of these that listens in the UK or knows somebody, I reckon it's five hundred minimum. Uh, it's got to be. So what's that? Two hundred fifty quid. Five hundred bucks to be known as the person that got bummed behind a supermarket by spaceball aliens. <laughs> Fireball aliens. Fireball aliens. Anthony Stevens uh, sent us this one. This is from the Mail Online. Uh, former Freemason, 51, found drunk and naked inside a huge pipe organ with a toy gun and remote control police car. He says he got lost while he was trying to uh, hand out cheeseburgers to the homeless. <laughs> Phil uh, what Seven. A, what a roller coaster. Uh, man, 75, uses homemade pump to spray his poo through friend's letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott Paxton, another classic uh, newspaper headline from Jolly Old England, guys. Here we go. Woman rode motorbike naked, got fingered in the street, and punched a blind man. Wow. This is wow, a this wow, is a wow. super old um, newspaper called The Party Animal. Man's cock wins first prize. <laughs> but that's a rooster. Uh, psycho seagull kicked my head in. Um, I thought we were besties, but then. And one here from Matt Granger. I didn't know sex with roadkill was illegal. Oh, Jesus. Oh, and one final one, too. This is a clutch play. Wanted man on rooftop lured down by police with the promise of McDonald's. <laughs> That's a clutch play. That is, top, it's so. literally a real-life version of the Crunchy Nut Cornflakes ad. <laughs> I'm coming down, too. What? McDonald's? Me, too. Hey, uh, it's a slightly shorter episode today. I've got to shoot away and um, go and pick up the kids uh, from daycare today. Dixie's away for four days, tramping with her high school mates. It's very luxe tramping, though. They carry all your bags and shit, and they cart your piss to the next sort of place you stay. I like that. And, um, yeah, they absolutely crank the people through. They're amazing accommodations. You're going to be having the best time while I absolutely sink in the boys. Yep. I've got some good stuff, though. Basically went to the supermarket this morning, got all the bloody sugary fun food I could find. Yeah, um, that's what they need. That's exactly how you calm yourself down is just fucking blow them up on processed foods. No, what I'm going to do is just load them up at the start of the day just and they're just going to fucking be high-revving Kevins for the first half of the day, which is going to be quite intense, but we'll be outside of the trampoline and, and the paddling pool and stuff. Yeah. Come midday, they'll be on a sugar dump and they'll fucking just watch movies for the rest of the day, mate. <laughs> so basically, I've just halved my wet, the the heavy days of being solo parent. See, this is what what's actually going to happen is that they're going to lose their shit, fight. Someone's going to get real hurt. Then you have to go and sit in A and E for six hours while the other two are still g'd up and fucking losing it. And then they'll fall asleep at three o'clock in the afternoon, have a two hour nap, and wake up, up and night. not fucking sleep. <laughs> Oh, Enjoy that, mate. That's no, gonna be amazing. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I wanted to go to that um, th- that drift show that's on and Summer sh- Bash. Summer Bash that's on um, this weekend, which is the uh, Red Bull Drifter Mad Mike who had in the podcast the other day. Um, and I showed them a video this morning that edited trailer highlights. Yeah. And they were sort of into it for a bit, and then they're like, "No, nah, I don't want to go there." And then because Murray copies Frankie everything he says, and then Murray goes, "Yeah, I don't want to go there either." I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Frank would say. No, I don't want to go there. Murray would go, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's this? 
This is funny message. This, okay, well, oh, while, yes, while we're in kid chat. So this is yesterday during the radio show. Um, get a message from Dixie, the wife, and um, and she's just at, yeah. So play the whole thing. At Dixie's trying to work with three kids, tearing the fucking place apart. So there's um, Heath's in the bath. Dixie's just popped out of the room briefly, and um, Frank's needing to get um, Dixie's attention. Who's my oldest boy? He's four. Um, Heath is in the bath and I just went down to make him a bottle and Frank's got his Beyblades in the bathroom and he wanted me to come down and see. So what did you yell out to me to make me come? I said, Heath's drowning! <laughs> and I ran. He was like, I just did that to make you come because I wanted you to see this. Heath is drowning, which is the youngest one. Dixie's like, holy fuck! So there's Frank who's four. Yeah. <laughs> That's clutch, though. I, I like that. Well played. Hey, uh, what have you up to for your weekend? Uh, so, yeah, we're about to kick into the weekend here in New Zealand. Have an absolute ripper. We'll be back on Monday with another Not For Radio and another radio podcast. Hooroo! Hooroo!